It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Hump Day! Hump Day! Hump Day! What day is it, Mike? What day is it? Hump, hump day. day! Dude, Geico was on fire with they fire. Did, Yeah, they made the some shmoney commercials. Guys, welcome into the PHN X Double Show. I'm Anthony Totry. He's Sean DePaz. He's Shane Diefenbach. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> Ooh, that was new. That was different. Yeah, because you you didn't say, you didn't do it slow. Yeah. You're usually more methodical. And it's, it's been a while since you've gone to me first. Yeah. yeah. I like to just change yeah, it Yeah, no, up, I appreciate know? that. I appreciate that. How's everybody's day going so far? You know, it's... It's trucking. It's trucking? Yeah, I haven't had really all that much interesting happening. I've always I've wanted to play one of those truck truck simulators. simulators. You ever play uh, like flight simulators? Yeah. Dude, fuck I flew you. over my house once. Same. Actually, I flew, I flew through a blizzard in Buffalo. into my house on accident. Oh, I was trying to get close, and I was like, right. Did you try to look through the window or something? Trying to wave to offset. In Microsoft, they don't crash, though. They just like just like lands on the ground, and I couldn't I couldn't take off in my cul-de-sac. It didn't let me. Yeah. Wow, we're Starting off hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rach over here with a super chat of five bucks right off the rip. Happy Wednesday, guys. Well, let's get the tracker up. Yeah. Five Sean, bucks already. Sean's going to be sweating. Sean is absolutely going to be sweating. High five. I'm already there. No, you don't, I don't, you don't He's got clammy ass hands. I do. That's normally. what I was getting at. My no hands way, are sweating. He just, just well, the high five. Well, because right. my hands are sweaty. I didn't think you were going to actually want to touch my hands. These weak I'm arms just, are heavy. There's vomit, vomit on, on his sweater, sweater already. already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. But on the surface. He looks calm and ready. To drop bombs. All right, we got but $5 donated. <laughs> For what? For Community Day, guys. Woo! It's our first PHNX Community Day. <laughs> Help us support the community today as Super Chat proceeds from every PHNX show are going to go towards benefiting Riot House. Show your fandom and help give back to those in need. And something that this show is doing differently than some of the others. Sean, you want to tell the people what's going on here if we reach $200? If we reach $200, I'm going to dye my hair. And the largest donation gets to choose the color. Um, excluding the PHNX people, they are more than welcome to donate because it's for the kids. But they would sabotage me and I, don't, I can't have but that. But that can, can, can that contribute to the fund of $200? No. Okay. PHNX people cannot contribute to the fund of $200. They can contribute to helping the children. Okay. And that's what this should really be about. Yes. Yes. If you're doing this because you want to see me suffer, you're a bad person. No, no, no. Helping the children is the cake, and then dyeing your hair is just the icing on it. Ooh, Come on great. now. Um, guys, while we're talking about PHNX, there are still spots available for our PHNX Tea Party this Friday, the 24th. Join us for a night of golf, food, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. Come hang with all of us over here at PHNX. Fellow Suns fans and diehards as we watch KD, Book, and the Suns battle in the final stretch of the season as they take on De'Aaron Fox, Tamana Sabonis, and the Sacramento Kings. Check the link in the show notes to reserve your spot today. And diehards, check Discord for your exclusive discount link. I'm really interested to see how, if uh, if 11-foot-tall Demontis Sabonis can eat. If he was 10 feet tall yesterday. Yeah, but I feel like like he was taller than 10 feet and I made a mistake. Mm. No, he's eleven one. So, yeah. um, my allergies are I, killing me. I'm very sad that I don't get to go to the the tea party because I've somehow ended up on like golf instruction TikTok. What? And now I have like all these tips that I need to use. And uh, gotta get out to the to, range. I know. I get you out to, go, the, to Dobby. Mm-hmm. Dobby. Uh, before we get into Bobby Hurley, um, I've never Bobby. had I've never get had like a, a I've never been like a giant NBA fan, right? I've never had like my team, I right? I, I've enjoyed there. watching like the NBA, but like. I'm from San Diego. The San Diego yeah. Chargers were my football team, and they never had. Like, Can we talk about team. how our basketball teams, like, they went from our Buffalo to San Diego, teams. and yeah. now it's the Clippers? Yeah. I don't I don't really like the Clippers, though. For a uh, while, I was like, oh, yeah, like, I can be a Clippers fan. That's how I was. But I don't want to be a Clippers fan. I low-key 
and you guys can can tell me if I'm in my right here. As somebody that doesn't have a basketball team, am I allowed to take on the Sacramento Kings? Like, can can that be my team? Is that see? It's I, a weird time to get on that bandwagon. Well, exactly. Any other time? Bless you. Did she not sneeze earlier? I don't, I don't know. I about. did, but I just cheered because we got oh, Jason oh, in the chat. We are getting <laughs> Sean is so We haven't even started a conversation I gotta call yet. My mom. We're a fourth of the way there. Jason in the chat. $49.99. Happy Bobby Extension Day. Here's a donation for charity. Things we love to see. Thank you, Jason. $54.99. Right no, off the rip. Fuck you, but thank you. We are, we are 25% of the way there. I was about to say, we're, we're over a quarter of the way I'm there. I'm texting my mom. I'm texting my whole family right now. Things like such... you love to see. Well, actually, you know what? I'm fine with it because now they they have to donate more than fifty dollars. Yeah, we're getting there. We are well on our way to you Sean know... dyeing his hair. Yeah, it's I, phenomenal. I think we have the best fans. I think we got the best chat. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. We I, haven't even started ten minutes in, yeah. and we've got fifty four dollars yeah. in charity. I... What happened? For two hundred dollars, Sean, whoever donates the largest amount. Sean has to dye his hair the color of that choice or the color of that person's choice. Perfect. Oh, let's go. Oh boy. Sean is in despair already. But it's for a good cause, buddy. It's it for is. a good cause. Um I didn't need to do this. No, you I didn't, didn't need to do but this. But you you decided to be two hundred was way too low. A great person today. Um we'll get into the Kings thing later. Because I think that's more of an off-camera yeah. conversation. But I was just curious. I like watching the Kings. I low-key like their color scheme I that mean, they have. I feel like you should be rooting for the Suns. This is As fair. somebody who also doesn't have a team, like I'm definitely on the the Suns train. Um, I'll root for the Clippers if the Suns get eliminated. See, I but feel like in terms of the whole conversation of like this is a weird time to join the Suns bandwagon. Like they got Kevin Durant now. Like I feel like that would be an even more of like oh you're just a KD fan. But it's different when you live in Phoenix. Yeah, like that's you're, fair. you're not band. Like it's just adopting. It's the same way I treat the Cardinals and the Coyotes. Like all of them, I. I had my teams. Bobby Hurley got an extension. Bobby Hurley did get an extension. Who Bobby Hurley root for? Probably the Sun Devils, right? He's Sun Devil through and through. Yeah. At least through the 2026 season. Yeah. Guys, if you didn't know, Bobby Hurley, two-year contract extension. Like I said, going to keep him in Tempe through the 2026 season. Um, he's already been here eight seasons now. So you got some stability, right? I think everyone was waiting for the sky to fall. Shout out Chicken Little. Um when they saw that the Providence job was opening, the whole Michael Crow comments um, just uh, last week, I believe, in terms of the arena getting done. But Ray Anderson did what I think everybody, at least on this show, thought was necessary and provided a little bit of stability for this ASU basketball program after a 23-win season, after an NCAA tournament bid. Um, and Sean, I'm going to start with you. Bobby's going to be back in Tempe, which means the Bobby Board gets to come back yes. next season. Bobby Board! What do you think about having Bobby Hurley now as the coach and really the face of AAC basketball for another handful of seasons? I mean, fucking right. Like, I, I don't, I'm happy. Um, I think we at all agree that he deserved to be the head coach here. Um, and I think especially in the context of, obviously, the article that was written about how he should be fired and Crow's comments and everything, there was a lot of, it became a big question, even though it probably shouldn't have been. And I like this kind of, I said this to Shane the other day, kind of felt like a here. Fucking get over it. Stop yeah, talking yeah. about it. Um, here's two more years. Not not to Bobby, but to like the people. Just yeah. be like, this is not an issue, but here's this so you can stop talking about it. Yeah. Um, but it's reassurance now. And and I think it. we talk about all the excuses that Bobby has had the last few years. We're now on the other side of that, presumably. Yeah. Um, unless DFA shits the bet again, cancels games. But um, could happen. It, which could happen because it has. Um but, I mean, this was a great year for Bobby, one of the best in the last few years. And now he has a chance to start building momentum and to have this extension and kind of get rid of that distraction so we can actually build the momentum mm -hmm. and build up this program potentially towards either a renovated arena or playing at the TED, whatever the option ends up being. Um, it's good. We talked so much about athletics and being in a good place. Mm -hmm. This was the one kind of part that wasn't, you know, it was a little darker than the rest of athletics. Yeah. They, in a lot of ways, fixed that. Yeah. So. I'm very happy. The excuses too. It's like, <laughs> like they were excuses, and to to some point, you can only go so far. But they were legitimate. I mean, they were they're only five, six years removed from being the number two team in the country, number three team mm -hmm. in the three country. Team, yeah. Uh, after beating beating Xavier and Kansas in the same year, like, and then the year before COVID, 
They recruited Josh Christopher. And everything was like, holy hell, this is... And Marcus Bagley, and it's like, oh my God, this is... And then shit kind of just still exploded. Still not in the transfer portal. Stop what? it. Still, still, still the, not in the transfer portal. Marcus Bagley. Still you a Sun Devil. an Arizona State Sun Devil. I don't think he's playing college basketball anymore. Um, but you're only a couple of years removed from that. Yeah. And thinking about what this team could have been without COVID, and I know you can say excuses, whatever, but now you're over that hump, and now there is no excuses, but I think you're seeing that now that he's ready to... Not make excuses because you have two four stars coming in next year. There's some stability, not with not only within his contract, but within the team, and maybe some stability between him and Ray Anderson's relationship. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't see what Ray Anderson said, he said, "Quote: Coach Hurley has made our program relevant nationally with many significant wins and an exciting style, along with a firm commitment to the academic success of our student athletes. He has made it clear to us that he wants to be here, and we have done likewise with him. We share a strong confidence." in the present and future state of the Sun Devils basketball team. Yeah. I mean, you talk about some of those significant wins, right? 11 ranked wins under Bobby Hurley. And I don't think there's been one that's was as impactful as the one we saw this season over Arizona, right? Finally getting over that hump. I think for a long time, ASU fans always felt like, you know, you've got Bobby Hurley at the helm and we've beaten some great teams like Kansas. We've beaten UCLA before. We, we've had seasons where we've, you know, beat USC, Texas A&M, um, whatever. But it was always Arizona, right? Could you ever compete with your in-state rival? And I know things didn't go the way that ASU fans would have liked in the Pac-12 tournament against Arizona or in that first meeting. But to go to McHale and beat him, I don't care how you beat him. You beat a top 10 team. You beat your rival. And I think that win says a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it says more than the number three UCLA win they had um, the year before last or the, the wins over Kansas and Xavier, USC, whatever, right? Because I think what we see with Kenny on the football side of things, right, is you're building something. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what coaches, whether it be at ASU or really anywhere on a national perspective, that's what it takes for fans to buy in. If you can show me that you're laying the groundwork for something that is to be a powerhouse, not to be a two, three, four-year mm -hmm. jump, right? And I think that that's what Bobby has done this, you know, his tenure so far, right? As the the 14th coach in ASU basketball history, he has started to lay the groundwork. And I think beating Arizona, having a little bit of a run in the Pac-12 tournament, getting that big first four win, competing against TCU in a game that, you know, you were literally a shot away from winning. Mm -hmm. um, I think that only sets the precedent for the next step for this program, right? And Bobby probably would be the first to tell you, the expectations now are only higher, right? You make the NCAA tournament, guess what? It's not, oh, I'm back for another couple of seasons. Let's try and make the first four again. Yeah. It is, you want to have your spot solidified before Selection Sunday. That's the next goal, right? Is to be in the NCAA tournament year after year after year, and you don't have fans like clenching, trying to see if, you're going to get the Sun Devils in the tournament yeah. year after yeah. year. Yeah, and I mean, the reality is, is like I, I've said, been consistent in saying that I don't think they were a first-four team. I think they were better than that, but the, it didn't matter because they didn't win in round 64. Yeah, um, but I think they showed you against Nevada that they shouldn't have been. Yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, I mean, expectations definitely higher. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, powerhouse. ASU is not going to be a powerhouse anytime soon. Not, I don't, like, I don't think this, they're not going to turn to Arizona overnight. That's not, they don't just, they need a fucking arena. They need to, they need facilities yeah. for that to happen, and that's not on the horizon. Um, but there's no reason that you can't still succeed to a certain extent. Like, do I think do I think is Bobby's going to win a national championship? No, but anyone can win the tournament if you get to the get to the tournament. Yeah, and Bobby is capable of getting the Princeton's tournament. Still dancing. Yeah, that's just crazy. I forgot about that. I kind of forgot about March Madison in its entirety. Um, yeah, I know you. You every year that happens on that Monday and Tuesday, yeah. you're like, especially oh, with yeah. the World Baseball Classic happening, yeah. which is also a massive sporting event. But um, yeah, I, I definitely agree that Bobby is laying the foundation to do something special. And the reality is, is like, if there was a Kenny for basketball, would I rather Bobby. have him than Bobby? Sure, but most programs. And most sports do not have that. Not everyone has a guy who in his own right is a promising head coaching candidate and is also incredibly passionate about your specific university and from the state and all that. So Bobby, uh, I would rather have Bobby than the uncertainty of a new head coach. I mean, like all due respect to Coach Adair, but 
that has not like that first season did not go well. Yeah. And it was I, I would like CTT. You have that legacy to move on from that is 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 that's a tough transition. I don't I don't want the program to have to go through that. So I'm glad you do. You, if you do that, you have to. There is no groundwork. You are rebuilding. Um, and I'm glad that the program doesn't have to go through that. To play devil's advocate for your whole conversation about, you know, ASU, are they going to ever be a powerhouse? Can they be a powerhouse under Bobby Hurley? That 2017 team, nobody expected that team to be the last undefeated Division One basketball team in the nation. Yeah. Nobody expected them at any point to be ranked in the top three, a win away from being the number one team yeah, in the country. Yeah, how did that season end? Yeah, that's fine. But, Look at, I mean, but going, I'm, t- I'm saying, going into that season, Nobody expected that, yeah. right? You never know. In college basketball, there is more parity than any other collegiate sport, in my personal opinion, right? You get a couple of recruits. I mean, you saw, right? The Josh Christopher thing. That doesn't happen if ASU isn't the number three team in the nation. That doesn't happen if Bobby Hurley isn't the coach at Arizona State. Obviously, facilities are a massive part, and we'll talk about facilities because I think that is a, a big point of conversation, specifically in the ASU community right now. We'll get to that at the end of the show. Um, but I think anything is anything is possible in, in this day and age of the transfer portal, mm-hmm. of players wanting to win now. I think having a little bit of stability with a guy that's been here for you know more than a handful of years, a guy that is a college basketball icon in a way, right? I think that goes a long way in keeping guys and getting players from the transfer portal. Charles in the chat saying he has a 142 and 113 record. Not impressed out West when you have your Mark Fuse, Mick Cronins, and whatnot in your Tommies. But look, I, this this can be viewed as like a scapegoat, but at the same time, I also think this is he's the best coach he's ever been right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't, because like, again, I don't blame Bob. Like, uh, yeah, I blame Bobby for some of the failures, sure. But... You like what do all of those other programs have that ASU does not? Investment in their basketball program. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, Look, I, I hate to sound like I'm making excuses for, for Bobby, but it is a legitimate obstacle that those other coaches do not have to face. So the bar, I don't want the bar to be lower, but it has to be because you can only accomplish so much with so little. Yeah. Look at the some of the recruits this man got just in the last. Four years. You want to talk about Tejon Tra- Cherry? Yeah, five star Josh <laughs> Christopher, as we talked about, the highest recruit ever. Yeah, ever rated in Sun Devil history. More than Ben Harden. Yeah, Dort, who was a very highly touted recruit, um, number one, pro- number one player claw. in Canada. Uh, Enoch, who was like a shockwave when it a happened, top fifty recruit. And, yeah, and you can play devil's advocate and say why do these guys never pan out. Is that Hurley's fault? Could be, could not be. But he can recruit, and you're starting to see it again. Without with with getting out of the COVID era and not just in recruiting out of high school, but also in the transfer. Also, order. to say that those guys didn't pan out, like yeah, two of the guys NBA. you just mentioned are in the NBA. So, yeah. like, well, I, I know they didn't pan out necessarily. I didn't keep as being, going because the yeah. next three are Enoch, Marcus Bagley, and Tayshon Cherry. Tayshon Cherry and, uh, was something. This is the one that hurts the most. Sam Cunliffe, six seven swing forward from Washington. Hmm. Holy hell, was I excited about him? Oh, I mean, and he. I mean, he didn't do anything well, anywhere else, but you could do that. And then you could also look at the flip side of the coin and look what he was able to do with some of the guys that you didn't really know coming to ASU, like a Shannon Evans, a Trey Holder, a Cody Justice, a Zylan Cheatham, like a, a Remy Martin. Yeah, that's right. right. Guys that were exciting players to watch at Arizona State. And they may, have, you know, not have the, the greatest professional careers right now. But what they did at ASU was electric. I think there are times when you watch Bobby Hurley coach and you get fired up just from seeing him on the sideline, right? Yeah. And I think that's a – we've talked about it before. He's the kind of coach that a player wants to play for because he's going to give you 120% every single time out there. And I think people that weren't really looking at Arizona State or didn't have Hurley and, you know, sign level hoops on their radar, I think they might now, right? Yeah. It's exciting. And especially after you saw what they did against Nevada – Right. We talked all year long about how good this team can be. Like you get the right pieces. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Re- Reza saying that the records are pointless. I don't think they're pointless, but I think Charles is kind of making our point a little bit by he has an over 500 record with the investment that he has. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Like he's done a lot. I mean, we mentioned it the other day with the article um, that we talked about. Like you look at what this program is investing in basket or what is being invested in this program. It's so little. And the fact that Bobby has accomplished what he has 
when you compare it to other programs that spend that much is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and like I know at a certain extent you have to put it in the context of like the pack. And the fact of the matter is you are not anywhere close to your in-state rival. You're not anywhere close to UCLA, even though they're not in the pack anymore. Um, I guess they still are for a couple of days. But um like you there's there's nuance to all of this. Yeah. You have to consider all of these factors. Um like I mean, look at Ed Cooley. He just got a big contract from Georgetown. What what has he done? Like he's yeah. obviously been successful in the Big East and he's made the tournament, but he doesn't have a national championship. Like yeah. there's nuance to all this stuff. Um and you have to assume that at one point, at some point soon, either Michael Crow's gonna get his head out of his ass or the Ted will get built and he will they, the basketball program will have an opportunity to play there and that will elevate the program. Um like I don't I don't know. There's I think just to say that, oh, his record's not good enough is completely mi missing the mark on what this is all, kind of yeah. all about. Shane, to your point, Bobby Hurley is over 500 despite his investment or the, the university's investment at ASU, um, specifically as it relates to basketball. Guys, I will take over 500 because that is absolutely better than what the Arizona Cardinals were last yeah. year, right? <laughs> that landed them the third overall pick in That's the, the NFL draft. That's the best part sitting here. Guys, yeah. it's a big opportunity for the Arizona Cardinals, their new GM, their new coach, and the best place to take in the NFL draft and the rest of the craziness that is the first round is at Four Peaks, 8th Street Pub on April 27th. See if the Cardinals hit on pick number three or if they miss. Maybe you get another Josh Rosen. You, you never really know. <laughs> Guys, you, you got to be 21 years or older <laughs> or to enjoy Kyler responsibly. Um, yeah, or I guess the... Like Kyler Murray, you never really know how that's going to pin up. Bo's just smirking. I mean, they're basically the same, right? Yeah. Josh Rosen and Kyler Murray. Murray. Neither of them won a playoff game. Oh. Um, I, I didn't. I didn't do the Rosen. Bo, you Murray. deserve this. You and you know why you deserve this. <laughs> um, guys, can you let the people know again? Yes, I am. I am. I was going to let them know right now. If you didn't know, we got thirty plus people in here right now. It is our first PHNX Community Day, so help us support the community as all of our super chats from every PHNX show today are going to go toward benefiting Ryan House. Guys, we're up to, what, $54.99 right now. Our goal for just this show is $200 plus. If we hit $200, Sean is going to dye his hair the color choice. of whoever the, the largest donator's choice is. Which is Jason currently. Right now, Jason at $49.99, I believe. If we hit $200, he gets to pick the color of your hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Guys, it, your, your donation doesn't have to be $50, doesn't have to be $100. If you want to donate 99 cents, by all means, throw it in there. It's going for a good cause. For the kids. Yes. Okay. For the kids. Um, Hurley, back in Tempe, couple more years. I want to get into what this means for the transfer portal, what this means for guys potentially staying. We saw as early as yesterday, Enoch already entering the transfer portal. Um down south in Tucson, Kirk Creesa, he's entering the transfer portal. Obviously, that I don't think has anything to do with his coach. <laughs> I would. But why, flawless. I mean, he loved being the end. I don't actually want him because he wasn't good last year. No, but I don't want him either. I, I would like him just for the fun. It would be such so, so, that rivalry game would be the most electric thing ever. He, he might punch somebody in the face and it would be awesome. Or he might get punched in the face. You know, yeah, that's fine. You know, damn well why I left too. The man behind him. Oh, yeah. well. I bet Tommy was like, look, man, you're not starting next year. Yeah. Jane, you you know, I, bet, that? I bet that's what happened. Uh, I mean, if you're Kirk Creesa, he shouldn't even have to tell you. Look around. Yep. Look what happened at the end of that why, game against Princeton. Why would you leave if you're averaging 30 minutes a game on a top 10 team in the country? Like Because yeah, you're not going to be averaging 30 minutes down a game your neck. anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, back to ASU. A um, couple of guys that I want to get your opinions on, what you think this means, um, what Hurley's extension means for, for their tenure at a a ASU. Wow, words are hard today. At ASU, um, and if you could see them leaving, right? So, I want to start with Jemiah Neal. Um, do you think the Hurley extension does anything? Do you think he would have left if Hurley left? Um, or do you think he could potentially be the face of this program now? Jemiah? Yeah. I mean, you just got to wait and see what happens next year with this roster. I, I love him. Wouldn't want him being the face of this program. You don't think so? Maybe a, maybe another year after this year. I just, he's, I think his game's still going to be pretty raw next year. Um, and in three years, it should develop a little bit. But if if we can, it just felt like the the production he gave us at the end of the year 
was so flash in the panty where a lot of his points were like, oh, step back three that went mm-hmm. down. Oh, another step back three that went down and then a fast break dunk. And he has nine, three, and five at the end of the game. And you're like, wow, that's awesome. But again, it's it doesn't go in unless he gets two really high difficulty shots. Yeah, but that's Des Cambridge's game. Yeah, but Des Cambridge has proven that he can do that throughout an entire season. No, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But if you get that flash in the pan, yeah. you've cons- got a, a baby Des. My concern is that we have not seen Jemiah be like, we haven't seen him be like them be able to roll out a rotation where he is the only scorer and the team be successful. Yeah. So like, I'm worried about what yeah. that would look like if the starting lineup consists of him, Gaffney, Warren or Duke, whoever, if Warren decides to stay DJ or, or Austin, if, if DJ decides to stay like that concerns me a little yeah. bit. Um, I think he can be one of the best three and D guys in the country. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like I, mean, I think he could be a, a tremendous player. Yeah, but I don't know. Like if the whole team's running through him, I don't know how I feel about that. Caddy in the chat, super chat, twenty bucks. Can we keep Enoch? Enoch two point maybe on to next season, Bobby. You know, when Enoch. players enter the transfer portal, there's always the they can come back. I I just don't there's see zero, world. There's no way. I don't even if Warren moves on. I don't think Enoch leaving had anything to do with Bobby. Or I mean, it did in the sense that he wasn't playing, but like. I don't think I don't think this is not based on anything. I'm just my thought on it would be I don't think Enoch is leaving because he wasn't sure if Bobby was going to be the coach. Because if that was the case, I don't think he would have been the only one that entered the portal. Um, I think it had more to do if anything because he thought Bobby was coming back, like because he didn't play under Bobby last year. Yeah, thank so, you, Caddy Womper. But thank yes, you for the money. Absolutely, great name. it's going to a great cause as well. Um, so moving from Jemiah to Dev. Um, we know obviously Dez is moving on. Yeah, doesn't have any eligibility left. Dev does still have a year left. I and we've talked on the show about how odds are Dev and Warren, they're kind of tied together in a sense. Um, I think if one stays, they both stay. I think if one leaves, they both leave. Um, do you think that Bobby's extension does anything for Dev's extra year ability? I think him staying is the only way you retain most of these guys. Yeah. I, like, yes, to your future questions, too. Yeah. Yes, it has a lot to do because he is – you can think what you want about his coaching style, but what his coaching style is is player-friendly. Yeah. And sure, if if it doesn't translate to wins, then the players won't like you. Yeah. But they won 23 games last year. The players like him, that you can play freely, you can be yourself, and he's just a great dude. It, 100% the extension helps keep most of these guys – Dev especially because Dev plays like a freak and he just gets after it out there. Yeah, he's Remy Martin but ta- bigger. You want to talk about the face of the program? That's who I think is going to be the face of the <laughs> dude. Program if he can, if you want to talk about a guy that if he can hone in and develop a consistent shot. Well, yeah. not even the shot. We have not seen him. He can't get his own shot, and yeah. I don't think he's going to be able yeah. to next year. That's just he. That's not his style. He doesn't have that twitchy ability to to create off the dribble. He can blow by you and dunk on you, sure. Yeah. That's but, just not his game. But his handle, it's not on a string like yeah. like like your Frankie Collins. Yeah. Like it's, I keep forgetting about Frankie. <laughs> it's it's I don't even it's yeah no I, it's I a know broken marionette. Mm, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you get Dev back, and I think that goes a long long way um, in terms of just getting this program. Because then you get well, yeah, then back. you probably don't get about the back. Got coming in too. Like yeah, two oh, I know you're not. <laughs> There is there is a the real chance where you get a a lot of the guys back from last season, um, and I think Dev would go a long way into keeping this program really competitive in the Pac-12. I don't think there's a replacing a Devin Cambridge. Um, I think it's tough to replace a Dez, but the one thing that I think Dev had over Dez is his motor. I, I think whether he was shooting the ball well, he was giving you just phenomenal phenomenal minutes and you never know how the end of that tcu game goes if he doesn't get into foul trouble early if he doesn't foul out at the end of that game um i I think if we make our free throws if if you make your free throws if des doesn't get called for a blocking foul i think dev makes the front end of one one and one and the first person that bobby hugged on camera and maybe it was just because he was the first one next i think it was just because but the first person bobby hugged when they got announced to be in the first four was dev so, just to throw that out there, uh, those two personalities, those those two personalities seem like they go well together too. Devin Bobby, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, well, we already talked to Warren. I want to get into the great unknown here, DJ Horn. 
Um, still got eligibility left. I know we participated in senior day as some of these other guys did. Um, I've never seen a junior participate in senior day. I've seen seniors with a year of eligibility participate in senior day, yeah. but never a junior participate in senior day. Yeah. I um, mean, it's hard to believe he would do that if he wasn't pretty convinced that he was leaving. Or, yeah, I mean, you could participate in senior day because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. No, you don't for know sure. where where your head's at. At, at. at that point in senior day, this team wasn't supposed to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Right? So you didn't know if that was the last time that he was going to be there. You didn't know what the rest of the season looked like. You didn't know if you were going to get bounced in the Pac-12 tournament, if you're going to make the NIT, whatever. DFA was going to collapse to the ground. You'd never be able to be in there again. I think you make the NCAA tournament. I think you, you play really, really strong in the Pac-12 tournament. For me, there's got to be some sort of unfinished business. Yeah, I mean, I, th there's certainly on paper like reasons why he would come back. The unfinished business, obviously, I think, especially if if like Warren and Dev are coming back, there's just, you know, they're all kind of together. But again, I just have a very hard time believing that he would go through I, the or at least put himself through the, like, the optics of going mm -hmm. through senior day if he wasn't at least pretty sure he was going to leave. He, I think he had one foot out of the door the entire time, but not in the bad way. Like he had one foot out of the door and he was still draining threes with yeah. a foot out of the door. Like LeBron when he takes those, or Curry. James Harden when he takes one foot threes. Oh, I was talking about I love Curry in the tunnel. Yeah, uh, like I don't think he was checked out by any means, yeah. but I think he already made his decision. He was like, this is my last year. I'm yeah. about to go crazy and I'm going to. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. it's more of a the one last ride, like let the last hurrah, mm -hmm. let's ball. What you saw him do last dance, yeah, yeah. You the saw him delicate do dance at the, uh, at the end, end of the, the game or at the end dance. of the season. Yeah, Coach Evan being in the chat of the rumor is true. He wants to head back home, East Coast side. Um, I have to ask him that. Yeah, it just it doesn't look good. Um, and well I mean, we'll like, say. listen, if that's your reason for leaving, like, I'm never going to. There's never going to be any judgment <laughs> at all. No, if you want to play closer to home and like where your family can see you consistently. Like I, I don't think yeah. anybody can. Fall. I mean, if he leaves and starts shit talking the program, I'll have a problem with that. Well, yeah. But I don't. That doesn't. He doesn't strike me as that kind of dude. No, not at all. Um, Frankie Collins, Pog. Frankie Tour, is coming back next year. Frankie what? The Frankie, Frankie Tour. Tour. Oh, I thought you said Frankie Tour, like you were calling him like a dinosaur, like Frankie Tar. I was like, what? 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 How would that work? I don't. That's why I was confused. Uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, Frankie Collins. Odds are, I mean, I would say out of any of the players we just talked about. Aside from Jemiah, Frankie Collins would probably be your most likely to come back. Yeah, and I mean, I would, to counter what Cole has kind of been saying, that Bobby doesn't develop players, I think you look at Frankie and, like, he clearly developed through this season. Yeah. He clearly got better and figured out more what his game was, especially after a year where he did not get any opportunity to play at Michigan. Um, and I, I there are plenty of examples of where he does not seem to really develop players well, but... Um, I don't think he's completely incapable of doing it. No. Um, and I think Frankie's an example of that. Um, oh, yeah. What? what? Uh, D DJ has... I, it's, he's a senior, but he's not. And yeah, yeah, he's listed as a junior because the COVID year does, like, actually yeah. actually keeps... It's I so, can't wait for 10 years from now. Yeah. When, when there COVID are no years COVID are, years and everything is normal again. You only have to wait four more years. And then it's over. I don't know. There's kids who seem like they've been playing college for 18 years. Yeah, Lou's, Lou's been here back for coming back. Yeah, yeah, is that what you do that's knock in case COVID comes back, or...? Yeah. No, okay. It's not wood. That's, yeah, this is, this is wood. No, it's not. Is that wood? That's wood. This is not wood. What is this? This is like vinyl. Uh, okay. What, what metal? Didn't know you were um, a material guy. <laughs> material guy. So I do want to address what Cole is saying about developing players, though, because he is right in some cases. I think he's right, and I think Bobby needs to improve yes. when it comes to freshmen that are likely going to be one and dones or mm. freshmen with crazy high potential. He can develop guys over the course of one year, but making sure they're game ready is a completely different thing when they first step foot on this campus. Mm -hmm. I think he definitely needs to improve with that, but I also think Bobby's improving. So give time, give him time. And I know it's been nine years and people are so yeah. sick of hearing that, but give him time and also give us money. So Sean can dye his hair and give us money. No, yeah. give, give us money. money. Yeah. Well, give us money. Give We're us money for the kids. Yeah. And Again, if you're doing it just because you want to see me suffer, you're a bad person. Do it for the children. Yes, guys, um, we are. We got seventy four ninety nine of our two hundred dollar goal to can't wait for this three hour show. We're about to, to potentially get Sean. I guess if we hit two hundred, Sean's got to dye his hair. Yeah, there's there's um, no potential anything about it. Yeah. Um, uh, college basketball news. Notre yes, Dame I saw Shrewsbury finalizing. You the are deal to make Michael Shrewsbury, Penn, uh, the part Penn of the Central Notre Dame Fighting Irish. 
Fun. Lucky for that guy. Um, actually, he escaped the Big Ten. Yeah, but he's going to South Bend. Yeah, so. and the ACC. It's not like it's a huge step up. No. Uh, one of the things I didn't like about South Bend is there was no thing called illegal pizza there. Um, there was no quality like Mexican food at all. Mm. There was no quality tequila. Yeah, we get uh, Midwest. Get not, spoiled. Get spoiled out here. Love the Midwest. It's a dish. Yeah, you're not getting. No, not getting good Mexican food. That was one thing that bugged me too. Is that people that had like grew up there and like that worked at where I was working? They're like, yeah, you got to try this taco place. It's the, yeah, it's the best oh. taco you ever had. They, Bruh, it was the most mid thing. I, like, I'm like, I can make better tacos than this. Like, what are we talking about here? It's Trust. awful. What are guys, we talking about here? What are we talking about? That was a Max joke that you just threw in there. It was. Guys, nothing here is the I don't live in South Bend, Indiana. Quite like Fresh well, Lines. No, nothing no, here is the, the I, live I live in South, in South Bend, 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 Indiana. There you go. Which they don't have. They don't have an illegal Yeah, but you're there. on vacation here. Maybe you're here mm. for the Isabel Cup. Something like that. Guys, go to Illegal Pete's, okay? Try out their premium or frozen margarita. Stop by for happy hour. 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. every day. And I'm not going to say the line because Shane thinks it's false advertising. But every hour. I, I every hour is a happy hour. Yes. Every that's hour what, is happy. You you're happy every time you're at a legal you can't, you can't. Yeah. hours pass. There you go. There you go. I but you can't say it. every hour is happy hour because that's lying. No, yeah. every hour is a happy that's hour. That's fine. The a is but you said that. No, you haven't. The first time, I don't think you did. You didn't. But I think since then, you have you have been correct. Okay. Um. I was going to say something I completely blanked on it. Was it about oh, Bad Birdie? I was going to bring up Lou Dort, but yeah. Um, you think he has any Bad Birdie? Lou Dort? Yeah. Mm, no. Probably not. Unless he keeps it in the Dortcher chamber. The Dortcher chamber? The Dortcher chamber? Yeah. Have you never heard that before? Yeah. When he's locked, like, like last night, he put Kawhi yeah, in, in the Dortcher chamber. chamber. I want to I, I talk about that in a second, but yeah. <laughs> um, Kawhi needs to get himself some. Okay, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean is dying. Reza in the chat with a four hundred and twenty dollar donation. Ryan House is a great org, one of the best, if not the best, causes out Smoking there. On that Let's go! Look at that, Sean. The paws gonna have that Sean the colored hair. Reza, just let us know oh what color you want. Oh my goodness, Reza, thank you my so much. Goodness. If you want it to be black, that's completely fine. <laughs> Reza. I really appreciate you because it's great for the children. It's great. Uh, I also hate you, but four hundred and twenty dollars. Um, wow, that, that's I mean that is awesome, man. Do we have you. a do we have like thank a cheering you. or anything? Like my God, that that is that Reza is awesome. Just... Again, if you wanted to be black because you did this for the children and not because you hate me, that'd be a really kind thing for you to do. Reza, have some fun. I'm with just this. saying. Have some fun with this. I'm Reza. just saying, Reza. Have some fun. With I'm it. just saying. Do it for the kids. Not because you hate me. <laughs> Please. Do it for fun. Oh, let's go! Let's go, baby! Oh my goodness! Reza just dropped a bomb out dude, that here, might dude. Go, that's gonna go hard. That is awesome. That is gonna go that hard. That is awesome. I can't wait for you to have maroon and gold hair and then go to ASU football practice. Yeah, that's gonna be my you know absolute. You know what? You know what? People are gonna ask you, like. If, if anyone makes fun of your hair, just be like, I did it for the kids. Dude. You did. You did. You did. I did it for the kids, you're, dude. Hey, hey, come on now. Great. You're a great human being over here. Come on now. Don't leave me hanging here. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Wow. Look at that. Amazing. My goodness. You want to get back into your bad birdie read? No, nah, I want y'all to do it. Okay. Maroon and gold. Maroon and gold. <laughs> Things we love to see. You probably can't look as good as Sean with maroon and gold hair, but you can look close to it. In Bad Birdie. Uh, <laughs> go get you it's some crazy. Bad Birdie at oh, badbirdiegolf.com. Use that promo code PHNX underscore sports 15 for 15% off your next order. Badbirdiegolf.com. You tell the girl you're talking to that. Uh, That's what I'm concerned about, to yeah. be quite honest. No. Well, you know what? She's going to. You're going to. She's going to think you're a great guy. Yeah. Well, she's going to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's going she's gonna to realize how great of a guy Sean is. I'm sure she knows. Already, okay. she she's gonna. She's going to confirm <laughs> how good of a guy you Sean, are. Sean, Sean is going through all the emotions right now, literally every single one. While you, while you get comfortable with what just happened, um, you want to talk a little bit about Cameron Cox and the tweet that he had in relation to our, uh, yeah. our clip. Um, so Cam Cox started a fight. He started he a did. war. He did. Let's uh, go ahead and pull unintentionally, up the tweet. unintentionally. We tweeted a clip of us <laughs> talking about. DFA and the renovations and whatnot. And Cam Cox replied at, at like 10 30 at night. 
I was on the toilet when I saw this. And I was, well, okay, well, thanks for painting well, a picture. I was I was just sitting there. I was, I was clo- fully uh, completely unnecessary. Fully detail. clothed. It was, you're right. That is even weirder. Well, I, it was weirder that he was, was fully clothed on the toilet? Yeah, I was getting, Are no, you I, not fully clothed on the toilet? I was getting ready to shower, and I was just sitting down. Wait. Like a chair. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, you're not normally fully clothed <laughs> okay. when you're on the toilet. Cam you usually Cox. got your pants around your ankles. Naked on the toilet? You got your pants around Cam your ankles. Cam Cox yeah. tweeted, you don't need to upgrade it, talking about DFA. Um, have ASU basketball play in the Coyotes <laughs> arena. Uh, build basketball locker rooms like T-Mobile Arena did in Vegas. Then tear down DFA and use that spot as prime real estate, basically. Yeah. Um, and the comments were disagreeing pretty heavily. Um, yeah, we had like 50 replies to that tweet. Yeah. A lot of people were talking about how they didn't want ASU to play at a, a facility. So far away. Exactly. And by far away, we were talking like two, two miles, miles, right? As opposed to DFA, which is right on campus. Um, I, I'm curious as to what you guys think about the whole playing at a facility, a brand new facility, which obviously I think we can agree would look significantly nicer and be better as opposed to having significant renovations at DFA and keeping that location there. Yeah. I mean, I think the ideal situation is you have a top of the, you have state of the art facility on campus. Everybody wants that. Um, and I think that's what a lot of the people that were responding to cam, um, were trying to get at is that you want to upgrade DFA and make that best because yeah, of course, having a facility on campus, that's your own, is ideal. I'm not a fan of ha- playing in big arenas where half the arena is going to be empty. I don't think it is a very good atmosphere for college basketball. Um, so that being, but but that being said, the president of the school said he's not upgrading the arena. So that's not an option. I if he's gen- not going to upgrade the arena, it's not an option. You got two. You either play at a shitty DFA or you play at a really nice new arena. And it, there's only there's a correct answer there. You yeah. play at the nice arena. Yeah, I, as I, as you said, I don't think it's ideal, but I genuinely think Crow's playing ball. I think, yeah, that's I think probably you know what do you wait, we've talked about. What do you think that what do you what's the end game? Do you think for Crow? Yeah, is that he's going to he 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 already knows that when three hundred one, three hundred two, and three hundred three. If but yes, when when that when the guest vote comes in, because someone who believes in jinxes vote yes onto it. What's no, that? I'm I'm speaking in existence. I'm Ma- not we jinxing manifest, it. manifest. When it happens, positive energy. When it happens, he knows what he's already going to do. Mm-hmm. So why would he? I think it would look worse for him if he said, yes, well, we're going to upgrade and then just never do it. Then just outright saying, we're not going to do it wing, wing, because this is what I see. I think uh, it doesn't make sense to me. Why? <laughs> like, like from like, what does he have to gain from saying he's not going to upgrade it if he is going to? Because or, because he wants to move in to this facility that's going to be built. So if he says he's going to upgrade it and then just leaves it, or because th- this is why he's not going to he, he said because y- you can't just move into this facility overnight it's going to take three years yeah. so if it gets built and he wants to move into it then he's not going to upgrade it until he knows that he can move into that facility but what's the point of pissing everybody off because if he says going he's going to upgrade it and then nothing happens for three years that's going to look a lot worse I yes disagree. it is i disagree because the, the, if, but, why because if you plan on upgrading it yeah Say you're going to upgrade it. But he doesn't pissing. plan on upgrading it because he plans on moving out of it. Then why, why, why? Why not just say that? Because, what do you gain because, by th- because he do, Because you don't know if the Ted's going to get built. Then say that. No. <laughs> that, the, the say that. Because you don't have, you can't have uncertainty like that. Yeah, he wants think, to look like he I has think you certainty. piss off the Coyotes. If you're but at saying that, that you don't, you're not going to upgrade it pisses off your entire fan base because the the Ted is far from not certain. As much as it would even if it. even if the Ted gets built, that moving into the Ted is not certain. It's not like it's not like that's been a contract yeah, that's, that's been signed. But but that's what he's looking at. That's what he's but looking again, for. Saying why not come out I'm and not say saying I would do this. I'm saying I'm just, that's what he's what doing. Saying, uh, that's what I mean do by you, playing do ball. You think, do you but think, I don't. That's not that you're. That's you are. You're. Let's a dumb game. Okay. Yeah, you're okay, not, okay. I'm not playing the game. I know, but I'm just let's let's assume what you're saying in terms of he's playing ball. And, you know, he eventually wants ASU basketball to move into the TED, play at that facility, whatever. By having uncertainty in everything that's going on, in theory, you piss off the Coyotes a little bit, right? As opposed to pissing off your fan base, which I think at this point, your fan base, regardless, Crow is already the villain here. Yeah. Right? I think at at this point, and again, this is... (laughs) Totally hypothetical. Sean's already ticked off. He's, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can't argue with at right this now. point, you would rather piss off a fan base that already doesn't like you, right? And there, in reality, the fan base doesn't do a whole lot for them any for him, anyways. Like everything that's done with him is the Board of Regents. You piss off your fans. 
That's one thing. You piss off the Coyotes, you really screw yourself at that point. Does that make Does that make sense? Y- yes, but a, I don't see how saying you were going to upgrade, you would upgrade your arena, would piss off the Coyotes. Because it shows uncertainty that the TED is going to happen in and of itself. You're investing money well, back into DFA. But it, okay, well, so two things. A, at no point has Michael Crow ever done anything to say that to, to suggest that he cares about athletics Correct. to the extent that he'd be playing this kind of game. Like, I, but, he but, does not deserve that benefit of the doubt. A, B, I again don't really see how saying like. The Coyotes don't need the Sun Devils. They'd be doing the Sun Devils a favor by letting them play in that arena. So there's no... There's That's no, what I'm saying, is he's doing everything to avoid irritating them. But again, I don't... Like, if he... Like, if if Michael Crow came out and said, oh, I want... Like, we're going to upgrade DFA. The Coyotes would be like, cool. All right. They don't... We don't need you in our arena. Like, that... I don't see how them saying... Like, I don't think they care about ASU's uncertainty. That's their arena. They don't give a shit what goes on with ASU. They, they have nothing to gain from ASU being there, other than money, I guess. But... Um, like I don't, I don't consider that like a real factor, in my opinion. My whole thing is he is already out of the door with DFA. I think, I think he's ready to tear it down because of the real estate. Yes, that. And so, fair. and so, why would you promise upgrades when you know you'd want to tear it down, Sean? Because why? again, I just don't understand what you gain from saying that, as opposed to saying, if the TED gets built, we would love to play on that facility. If not then we obviously will have to make upgrades to DFA. Because I don't think he wants to just straight up lie to the entire... But that's not a lie. That's the, that's the reality of it. If you can't get into TED, you have to upgrade DFA or else you don't play basketball. Yeah, but my, my whole thing is he has this vision. And so why would he say he's going to upgrade it when in reality he's never never going to want to? Because it doesn't matter what he wants. If they don't play in TED, I think, he I think has that's to. all he thinks about, though. I mean, <laughs> that part's fair. Okay, this is all in theory here. Right, we're run, we're on a hamster wheel. He might not even be playing a game. Yeah, he <laughs> might just say, be, I don't think he is is. I don't want to say not smart enough, but he he's definitely give, smart. He enough. doesn't give a shit about ASU athletics enough to be playing these kinds of games. I think he does, and I don't think it, this has anything to do with him playing, giving a shit about ASU athletics. This has a thing about giving a shit about money and what he wants. Exactly, in I that think area. Michael Crow is going to do whatever benefits him in the university. Versus, and and when I say university, I don't necessarily mean directly <laughs> the athletic program. Whatever benefits him in the university, specifically when it comes to research, like mm-hmm. that is what he is going and to. And Sean would say, "Go get your bag, young man." Is he's not a young man? I'm joking. Go get your bag, man. It's a completely. <laughs> and also, don't get your bag. Yeah, don't get your bag. He's already got a bag, to be honest with you. Uh, last comment before we get out of here, Jason. Can ASU have hockey move with the Coyotes and the basketball team take over Mullet? I know there's politics to that, but it makes sense to Sean's me. Been I that. have been saying yeah. um, that I'm playing the Mullet. It would be like the smallest Power Five arena, or one of the smallest Power Five arenas. Like even Cameron Indoor sits nine thousand. Um, but it'd be kind of electric. I think it would be, but I think you it, to be what you want them to be, you need more seats than that. Um, and it, you, you're not going to be able to do that. You can't build more seats in that arena. Yeah, no, there's no, there's no expanding that yeah. arena. So like, do I think that would be like if if the if Ted gets passed, for example, and they say. Like they sign a contract, or whatever, and they agree that they're going to start playing there once Ted get built. I would much rather them play the next three years at Ted or at at Mullet than at DFA because if we're doing a temporary solution, play in the nicer facility. But yeah. nicer facility, and you appease the people that want it to be on campus. Yes. Um, well, I mean, not really, because either way, you're playing on campus for those three years. But yeah. um, I don't. For yeah, I, I I don't think Mullet is really a realistic op. op option for what they should want the program to be which is like legitimate and i don't think you can get there with five thousand seats well it's all a waiting game we'll see what happens guys i'm in favor of tearing down dfa and building the world's largest burrito express but that is just me um even without that's just you you think that's you guys too you're on board with that yeah as long as you have everybody would rather there be a Burrito Express than the As DFA. long as ASU basketball is a place to go. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, guys, we'll Burrito Express, they got locations footprint. all over the valley. The burritos smack. Smack. If you I don't believe this us. Morning. Did you? I had one this morning. Damn, you're lucky. Is this what, day three? No, no I, I took, took yesterday a day off. off yeah. Nice, nice. Guys, if you don't believe us, pretty much every Arizona State athlete, or at least one from every sport, has tried Burrito Express. They love it. Check them out everywhere. They got locations. In Tempe, they got location. Where's another location? They got one in Chandler. They got a couple in Scottsdale. 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 Gilbert. Gilbert. They're all over the East Valley. They smack, guys. Give them a follow on social. At Burrito EXP. 
while you're at it. One more thing, guys. Circle K. When you're stopping to go get gas at Burrito Express, maybe you need an energy drink like I do every single day, or if you're like Sean and you want some coffee, Sean's, <laughs> Sean's going, complete, he's going he, he's completely disassociated. He's checked out right now. Guys, make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff and be stocked up on all March Madness long. Head to circlek.com slash store locator. Yes. Oh, you can finish the ad read. I just thought of something. To find Circle K's near you. Josh Doan scored. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Shout out um, Josh Doan. Yesterday was Ryan O'Reilly's birthday. Um, our Ryan O'Reilly. No. Oh. <laughs> I was like, come um, on. And um, Kuzman C signed with Chicago Steelhead, I believe, a couple days ago. Idaho Steelhead. Idaho Steelhead. Chicago won. That's a and fish, right? Steelhead? It's yeah. a fish, yeah. Yes. And, and Jacob Semek signed with the Utah Grizzlies. Oh, yeah. So you guys ever seen... doing big things. You guys ever seen... Um, First of all, if you want to get a super chat in before the show ends to get us to 500, that'd be prime for Ryan. Oh, yeah, we got, I mean, come on. $5 in a cent. Yeah. Uh, have you guys ever seen yeah. sturgeon, a large sturgeon, like a really no. big sturgeon? Oh, I think I might Is have. A sturgeon a fish? What yeah. Is yeah. Okay. Dude, I got to. Okay. Well, while we're waiting for our last $5 and one cent. Bo looked at me video. like I would just said something totally. Just oh, can we talk about uh, Dort putting oh, wine my in the God. torture chamber yesterday? Dude. Go ahead. That shit was ridiculous. Lou Dort's a dog. He is a dog. He's a Dort dog. Um, <laughs> Dort dog. He that shit was that was some of the best defense I've ever seen in a basketball game, especially, especially in the NBA. within the moment against a guy who is a very good basketball player. Top ten when healthy. Yes, and I don't think it's close. We're looking at a fish right now. I just got a picture. These things are so big. This man is going through it trying to to reel in this. I don't know why this is this is a this is a bad. Why don't you just get a picture? Okay, you could get a photo as well. Um, no, because it, you trust me, guys. Again, look at that. Yeah, that is a that is ridiculous. That's that looks a like a dragon. It's a fish. <laughs> that is not a fish. That is it's a sea dragon. dragon. Um, wow, hundred years. How do you tell that it's a hundred years old? It's pretty it's wild. Kind of its rings. Mm. Look okay. at that. Look at that. Oh yeah, I see. It looks like a dragon. The um, people think people think that that that's the cause for Nessie. Is the, the Loch Ness monster? Yeah, I don't know if that's call it Nessie. You never heard that? The just the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> you never heard anyone call it Nessie? No, I heard of like. <gasps> There we go. Hell yeah, Rach. Thank, Thank you. Rach. Let's was... go. Rach. Rach it's, it's only fitting. Rach started it off, and she's closing it out. Super Chat 501 to put us at exactly $500. Again, if you missed it and you're new here, Sean, courtesy of Reza, gets to dye his hair. You get to. You don't yeah, have to. You get, you get to. to. I have to. Dye your no, hair. No, you get to. Marooning. No. Are you doing a buzz? I don't know. Are you just going to go like, Sean, I think it would be pretty I don't want to talk about this. I'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Maroon and Gold. And Jason throwing in another one, 999. Appreciate you. For the kids and go over 500. Thank you, Reza. Thank you to everybody that tuned in today, guys. If you enjoyed the content, give us a follow at PHNX. Wait, the baby lemon. Oh, my goodness. Reza, can you? Can Shane I, out here with another 999. Also, I need Reza to write the words Maroon and Gold because he could just mean black and like charcoal. Stop it. You Stop know it. exactly what it write means. Write the words Maroon and Gold. Um, guys, we got, I want to say 40 plus people in here. Check out next Monday. Next Monday, we may have the man that we've been talking all afternoon about on the show. So stay locked in. Give us a follow at PHNX underscore sign up. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. You can follow the man that is soon to have maroon and gold hair at Sean underscore to pause. Just questioning my, my decisions as always. We will see you guys live Thursday at 2 p.m. to talk some ASU football. But for now, peace.